It's for your own good. Bill Muhlenberg, Culture Watch. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. There is anything we have learned with absolute certainty over the past year and a half, it's this. Power-hungry rulers will use a crisis, or if need be, create a crisis, to keep the masses in complete subservience. They will take away their basic liberties and human rights, but seek to assure them that it's all for their own good. Hardcore lockdowns, which effectively have made us all prisoners in our own homes, has been the go-to response of most governments, even though we have had so many reports and studies making it clear that lockdowns do not work, are counterproductive, and tend to do more harm than good. But that has not stopped all these politicians who are drunk on power, and it has not deterred the rise of health fascism. In the name of keeping us safe, we have seen all sorts of health officials who delight in pushing tyranny on the masses. Consider just two more recent examples of this from, you guessed it, the state of Victoria. The first is this. The state's coronavirus commander has been slammed for telling Victorians that they should call out people who had the sniffles and tell them to get tested. It comes as Victoria recorded one new case of COVID overnight a primary close contact who was already quarantining during their infectious period. COVID-19 Commander Jerome Remar, a former senior bureaucrat at the Department of Transport until July last year, made the remarks on Saturday after noting a trend of decreasing test numbers. The call has sparked concerns from the Australian Medical Association that Victorians will now become COVID police, telling people to get COVID tested, even if they have sniffles or allergies. AMA President Omar Koshid said there were certain other reasons for people to display COVID-like symptoms, such as runny noses, headaches, and allergies. We are reluctant to encourage people to be COVID police, and if everyone does the right thing, there will be no need to intrude on other people's privacy, he said. Yesterday, Mr. Remar controversially said people should ask strangers if they've been tested, if they were walking around sniffing. And if that's not bad enough, check out the second case of COVID tyranny as recorded in the Melbourne Age. The Andrews government is secretly negotiating with three crossbenchers to introduce specific pandemic laws that would permanently permanently replace controversial state of emergency powers and significantly change the way the state manages COVID-19 this year. State of emergency laws have been active in Victoria since last March, 
as the legal instrument that allows authorities to enforce a range of public health commands, including lockdowns, mandatory mask wearing, and 14-day quarantine. Human rights lawyers and opposition MPs say the sweeping powers, which are usually reserved for short-term disasters, such as fires and floods, do not include enough safeguards to enforce proper government accountability and transparency. The age can review. The government is designing the new laws to cover all future pandemics, not just coronavirus pandemic. It is intended that they will be in place by December when the current state of emergency provisions expire, and a first draft is expected within the next two months. The pandemic legislation will be permanently shaped by the demands of three upper house crossbenchers, Animal Justice Party, Andy Medic, Reason Party, Fiona Patton, and Greens leader, Samantha Ratnam. Wow. COVID police and a COVID police state. That's been the order of the day for far too long now. Any excuse will do to lock us down, strip away our fundamental human rights, and keep us in panic mode. Sadly, Victoria has been leading the way here. Now these dictators want permanent police state powers. The utterly shocking outcome of such measures was vividly brought to my attention by a film on television last night. I had seen it when it first came out, and I watched parts of it again last night. It sure did remind me of life here in Victoria. I refer to the 2004 movie I, Robot, starring Will Smith. You might recall the story. In a future age, robots are everywhere, in theory to serve and help mankind. They are supposed to adhere to the three laws of robotics. First law, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Second law, A robot must obey the orders given it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Third law, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. But things do not go according to plan and a new batch of renegade robots emerge that turn on man and seek to keep humans imprisoned keep them in lockdown, in other words. And of course, these robots tell the humans that these police state measures are for their own good. I managed to jot down some of the dialogue from these robots. As they were rounding up citizens and telling them to get off the streets, they told them things like this. Please remain indoors. This is for your own protection. Please return to your homes. We are attempting to avoid human losses during this transition. You have been deemed hazardous. Will you comply? And then we have the words uttered by Vicky, that is, virtual interactive kinetic intelligence, the central artificial intelligence computer of U.S. robotics. You cannot be trusted with your own survival. To protect humanity, some Humans must be sacrificed. To ensure your freedom, some freedoms must be surrendered. We robots will ensure mankind's continued existence. 
You are so like children, we must save you from yourselves. Wow again. Why is it that every time I heard these robots or Vicky speak, I could not but help think of Dan Andrews and other politicians whose lust for power seems unshakable? Why could I not but help think of these unelected health experts and officials who seem to be creating a new health fascism, all for our own good, of course? Let me finish with a few quotes I've been featuring quite a lot lately. First is by C.S. Lewis. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at times point at some point be satiated, but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. And F.A. Hayek rightly said this, Emergencies have always been the pretext on which the safeguards of individual liberty have been eroded. And once they are suspended, it is not difficult for anyone who has assumed such emergency powers to see to it that the emergency will persist. Indeed, if all needs felt by important groups that can be satisfied only by the exercise of dictatorial powers constitute an emergency, every situation is an emergency situation. It has been contended with some plausibility that whoever has the power to proclaim an emergency and on this ground to suspend any part of the Constitution is the true sovereign. This would seem to be true enough if any person or body were able to arrogate to itself such emergency powers by declaring a state of emergency. George Orwell put it this way, we know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Power is not a means, it's an end. Or as Thomas Sowell wrote, In politics, the great non-secretary of our time is that, one, things are not right, and that, two, the government should make them right. Hodas Huxley warned, A really efficient totalitarian state would be one in which the all-powerful executive of political bosses and their army of managers control a population of slaves who do not have to be coerced because they love their servitude. And lastly, the words of Milton Friedman certainly need to be heard and heeded. Concentrated power is not rendered harmless by the good intentions of those who create it. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.